we are every night of the week, every day of the year, 365 days a year. And we're here to talk about liberty. And we are here to take your calls. You can reach us at 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. And uh, we'll have Ian joining us a little bit later. But right now, this is Chris. And I'm Rich Paul. And And there's Ian. And there he is. We knew he'd show up. So how you been, Rich? I've been good. I, I gotta say, uh, Free Talk Live periodically puts out little. They're they're. Are, is the official name Free Talk Live clips? They are clips. Yeah, you can they go to clips.freetalklive.com to find those. They're video clips of the show. Yeah, um, where are they actually stored? Is it a YouTube list? They're on a YouTube? YouTube channel called Liberty Bits, which is run by Eric Freerock. So he's come back oh, out okay. of out of retirement. Uh, I, I remember Freerock. Yeah. What I the only reason I bring it up is because last week, last Thursday, uh, we had a particularly nice tirade from Rich Paul. I got off on, on a rant. <laughs> you did get on a little bit of a rant, uh, but it's been a good one. It's been one that I've shared with my friends because they they this is a topic that needs discussed, and that topic was Ruby, what was I ranting about that <laughs> night? I've, I've ranted, ra- rant. I, so I've raved and ranted so many rants that <laughs> you know I'd. I don't know when they're caught on tape or, or what. Well, everything everything you say here is recorded, but prob- it's, probably it's by true. the government. I just don't know how many of my rants I go on when I'm on the radio. <laughs> Literally, whenever somebody says, oh, wow, that was a great rant, You're I like, have yeah. no idea what I said. Uh, what when was, was it, it about? <laughs> what, yeah, was it? what was it? What was yeah. I ranting about this time? Do you remember what I was ranting about? No, but it was really good. I remember that. It it was a good rant. I remember being proud of that rant, thinking, you know, if... If if that if somebody does happen to record that, that'd be a good thing. It was... uh, We were talking uh, gun control, and we were talking New Zealand, and we were talking about Republicans. And that was, I I think, the, the best point there was, you know, Republicans for all their, you know, standing up for God and country and... And mm-hmm. that almighty constitution, uh, they they never follow it, number one. And number two, when they're actually put in a position where they could do something good, they don't. And yeah. that's the big deal. And I was uh, very happy to hear you um, call them out on that. And I, yeah. I do, too. You know, it's it's insane that. That they wouldn't do that, and uh, and I'm we're going to go back to that subject just for a little bit because I want to discuss it a little bit because a couple things happened this week. Uh, first of all, the bump stock ban went into effect, Boo. which means it's now a federal crime to have uh, certain pieces of plastic that are not guns <laughs> configured into different shapes. And that do different things. So uh, this is the first time. And then today... Just to explain to, to people, a bump sure. stock... A bump stock is a firearm accessory. The idea is is that you could replace the stock on your AR-15 with a stock that has a little bit of motion in it. In mm-hmm. other words, the, the stock itself will slide back and forth. And to fire a as bump As the gun's stock, being fired. As the gun's being fired. So to fire... And to take advantage of the bump stock effect, you would squeeze the trigger, and then you still have to hold 
the trigger as if you had pulled it back. So picture Mm -hmm. your finger kind of at a 45, 90 degree angle. It has to stay there. And as the stock slides back and forth, it will encounter your finger on the forward stroke, which causes the gun to fire rapidly as if you were squeezing the trigger really, really, really fast. So basically the gun squeezes the trigger for you in a way with the, with the motion from the from the firing. Can you achieve... I mean, you're putting well, your finger in it. the motion of the trigger relative to your, to your finger... The stock um, is sliding, but your finger is staying so, in one position. Yeah, your finger stays right. in one place just, just like a post, and, and right. the motion of the trigger past it pulls you can do it. This now, can't you do that with a rubber band? Yes. yes, and also you can do it by pulling the gun forward. So when I had an AK-47 uh, in the past, right. I didn't have a rubber band or anything even that fancy. Just stick your finger in the trigger... And just kind of where you're holding the the barrel of the gun or whatever, right. you sort of move that forward, and you continue to like pull it forward as the gun's firing, and then you right. get the same effect. Because the recoil so just gently is... jerk it with your left hand. Exactly. Is, is that okay. where, is that where we're going already? We're barely uh-huh. in the show, and we're going with the double entendres. Well, when you do it with your left hand, it feels like somebody else is doing. It. Right. That that is known as the stranger. We, we know this. Uh, but that's not what we were talking about. Well, who knows what we're talking about? So they can't, they haven't, by banning bump stocks, they have not stopped people from sort of, I don't know how, how you even describe this, making it seem like an automatic. It's not really, it probably fires a little slower than right. an yeah. automatic. But what, what and bump also stocks, uneven and inaccurate. Yes. And those, I think, are the uh, two most important things to remember that bump stocks make you fire. Highly less accurately, less accurately, and uh, it's and, just for the fun of being able to fire a gun, you know, faster than you normally might. And that's now, it. That's it is a novelty. Yeah. Now, to you, have you heard bump stocks fire? Uh, have you heard people firing with bump stocks? Yes. Um, I have as well. And to my experience, firing with a bump stock gives you a kind of an irregular rhythm. To your shots, yes. it's not because it is a sloppy device, mm-hmm. and it it depends on how still you hold your finger, right? Um, as, as your finger moves in and out, the rate of fire is going to change, even if it's just a couple of millimeters. It's going to be a slightly it is different a, thing. It is a technique. Now, to the be able interesting to do that, thing yeah. is that I watched the video of the uh, of the Las Vegas massacre, and what I heard was two fully automatic weapons, not bump stocks, but fully automatic weapons firing at the same time. Nobody fires two automatic weapons at the same time. No one person was doing that. Right. And it wasn't a bump stock. So So you're you're going conspiracy theory on that. I don't know about conspiracy theory. I mean, uh, my official policy is that I don't believe any of the conspiracy theories, including the ones put out by the government. Um, You know, so the 19 hijackers to me is just another conspiracy theory, and I don't believe that either. Right. I I don't know. Um, I, I know that from what little bits of the coverage I watched, I heard something that sounded like a bump stock in Las Vegas. In other words, you? what you were discussing, the irregular firing, um, but you couldn't really tell because the the rounds from where they were being recorded live when you were watching it, it was a long ways away. So uh, 
It that, was a long ways away. Yeah. So I, I didn't really know. Um, I, I have a couple buddies online who were quick to point out bump stock, bump stock. And I just, you know, I don't know if they're, they've been around those sorts of things more than I have. Um, but the point is, is this is an accessory. This is a toy. This is a novelty. I and sell by, bullets and bullet accessories. <laughs> but the idea <laughs> that you can take an accessory and call it a machine gun, which is the stretch, that you're good Republican president, this staunch defender of the Second Amendment. This is the party of the Second Amendment, that they were okay with outlying plastic. That's yeah. that's the part that uh just it it gets my gets me. Well, I irate. have this to say to Donald Trump for encouraging this madness. and uh they were quickly sued by a couple organizations like gun owners of america but unfortunately today the u.s supreme court rebuffs a bid to block trump's bump stock ban from washington this comes to us from reuters the u.s supreme court on thursday handed president donald trump a victory by rejecting for the second time in three days a bid by gun rights activists to block his new ban on quote bump stock attachments that enable semi-automatic weapons to fire rapidly. We're going to tear that apart when we come back. 855 450 free. What do you think? What do you th- is a bump stock such a ridiculous thing you don't even care if it gets banned? Are your rights not important to you? This is Free Talk Live. We want to hear you live at 855-450-FREE. We want to know what's on your mind. We've been talking about bump stocks and that great defender of the Second Amendment, Donald Trump. Boo. Big time boo. And uh, if there are any Republicans out there, boo to you unless you're up in arms, no pun intended, over your president the leader of your party calling for bans on pieces of plastic. This was, is absolutely absurd. Wasn't so, this done administratively, meaning that there was no law that was passed, that he just kind of waved his executive he, wand? and He yes. instructed the ATF to change an administrative ruling. Mm-hmm. They had made an administrative ruling that bump stocks were not machine guns and he just told them to reverse it wow repeatedly uh under bush they clarified their position on bump stocks Mm -hmm. under obama obama can i say that one more time under obama obama obama's atf was fine with silly bump stocks now it's not the point that we're we've given up something really valuable with the bump stock you haven't, other than your rights. That's the silliness of this. There should, oh, people gave up their rights a long time ago. Of course. Uh, but this was another well, example of Republicans, I'm talking to you Republicans, for kowtowing to your to your president, kowtowing to the worst gun grabbers, kowtowing to, to Michael Bloomberg, kowtowing to every crying congressman who's who's been in the national spotlight mm-hmm. talking about dead children. 
You are culpable. You are pathetic. And I want to hear from you. Defend yourself. That's what I have to say. And and coming back to dead children, there was some discussion, I think it was with you, um, about this game where they uh, where they simulate a school shooting. It's like a first-person shooter, and I'm it, sure the person playing yeah. it can uh, go through the school and shoot people. See, I don't—a lot of people think they should take that off the market, but I was thinking about it. I don't think they should take it off the market. I just think they should add a mode— where everybody has a gun. <laughs> it would be the and sh- see how the long you last. If ever. you can play this game, it's it's like, <laughs> you know, trying to stay on the worst Bronco at the rodeo. 12 seconds. An all-time record. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly how it would be. Um the, this idea that the presidents have some some sanction through the constitution, through our legal system to randomly ban things or to you know to to and completely ignore congress well unless someone tells him he can't then he can't right Mm -hmm. but in this in this case you know there was the legislative branch wasn't represented here there was no vote there was none of that there was also no you know move the legislature did against him right like they didn't stop him they didn't come in and say whoa whoa you can't do that well they they can't other than taking him to court that's the mm-hmm. thing, you know. So, do they sue? I'd love to see it. Mm-hmm. Great idea, and I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Sue the president. Eight fifty five four fifty free, and we are going to hop to the phones because well, where's the NRA with this? I mean, did they uh, do anything? I mean, they're, they they're buckled useless. on it, didn't yeah. they? <laughs> I think they did. They I think they were, I'm not surprised. They yeah. said it's okay. He's a Republican. Yeah. But how many times have they supported anti-gun Republicans over pro-gun gun libertarians? Right. Or, at the or, NRA. You can be a complete gun grabber, and if you've got an R after the after your name, you're going to get that NRA endorsement. Yeah, you'll you'll get the A grade, and it's it's absolutely silly. This was a case of, and and I I'm going to paraphrase, but basically they said, you know, you got to pick your battles. You know, you mm. can't fight everything. So you know, we we don't really care that much about bump stocks. So mm. you know, okay, if you if you want to go ban those. Great. So, what what do you ban next? Just just ban yeah. anything that's semi-automatic because it's not that big a stretch. You've you've banned things that could sound like they're automatic with a piece of plastic novelty attached to them. So let's just go ahead and ban anything that's semi-automatic. We're going to go to the phones where we've got Brody in Utah. Uh, Brody, you are on Free Talk Live. Hey guys, yeah, I just wanted to call and talk about. Uh, the first solution by uh, Dr. John McDougall again. The what uh, solution? You asked me a question last. The which solution? It's called the Start Solution by Dr. John McDougall. Okay, this was this has to do with a diet. I remember this. Um, it's not really a diet; it's a way of eating. But uh, yeah, you guys asked me a question last week, and I wasn't really prepared for it. Uh, just why it's better than all the other books out there about the right way to eat, the right food to eat. Uh, And so I just wanted to give that quick uh, response. I kind of went off on a tangent. Okay, go ahead. Uh, The reason it's the best is because it's the healthiest, it's the easiest, the cheapest, the cleanest, 
is delicious, satisfying. And okay, so what is this? I'm sorry. Could you vague that up for us for a little bit? He's used lots of words. What, what, I mean, what makes it He talked about What is it? What are we talking about? It's starch. It's, it's a diet he called in and talked about. Right, but about. what is it? Like, I don't know. We didn't, we didn't know after the end of that, but now we know it's delicious. What other words did you use, Brody? <laughs> I it's heard, mom yeah, it's and apple pie. That's all very good and all very vague, but what is on this diet? <laughs> Give us an example. Again, it's what not a diet that we eat, but it's, it's really what it is. It's the starch, starch solution. So it's, it's eating a lot of starchy foods, potatoes, rice, beans, uh, just, you know, whatever, wheat bread, um, wheat pasta. Okay, uh, we, we have the ingredients. What about fat and protein? You, you, we eat a lot of carbs. How much fat and protein? And it, it's low fat, so no oils, no meat, no dairy. Um, and really very little amount, very little, uh, not, not a whole lot of nuts or avocados, not a lot of fatty plants. Yeah. Uh, again, it's, it's starch-based, and you add vegetables. So it's like Antifa. It. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, if you could uh, recommend one book or one cookbook for this diet, what would it be? Just one. Well, the starch solution has recipes in it. Okay. Um, but that's a good one. So, I mean, it, it, that's a good start it, if it people are if people are interested in that. So thank you for your call. And um, you know, I I'm a low carb guy, so that ain't going to happen with me. Really? Yeah. Here's what I you know it seems to be the case that uh, people seem to swear by different diets. I so know. I can't. I wouldn't ever believe somebody who would say this is the one for everyone. It you know, come does. on, it works yeah. for good everyone. Point there. It's keto. Each person it, has it their is... own needs and their own t- tastes. Yeah, and I, I think the diet is going to be somewhat personalized because everybody's different. How about that? Eight fifty five four fifty free. I'm glad it like worked to, for him. Yeah, I am Great. too. Uh, if you'd like to join in our conversation, we're going to bounce around here. And let me see. You if think I, he's getting paid to make those calls? I don't know. I it seemed a little bit professional, <laughs> and the answer that he that he came back with sounded like something that came out of the corporate slogan room hmm. um so i don't know i wouldn't be surprised well i wouldn't either well i'd like to but we let, don't know i'd like to let him know we do offer advertising so if he would ah, he calls about it go. again i'm going to call that advertising so we ought to buy some ads <laughs> 855-450-free when we return we will probably not be talking about starchy diets but we want to hear from you and what's on your mind. 855-453. Okay, this is Free Talk Live. <laughs> Bitcoin.com is delighted to announce their latest partnership with the gift card specialist at eGifter. With many of the world's leading brands on their roster, it is now easier than ever to get the gift cards of your favorite brands with Bitcoin Cash. To get started, just follow these simple steps. Visit giftcards.bitcoin.com, pick the gift card you want, Follow the instructions on your screen and make your payment using your Bitcoin Cash wallet. Sit tight and your gift card will be delivered to you as soon as it's ready. That's giftcards.bitcoin.com. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's free is in freedom. That's 855 855- Four five zero three seven three three, and uh, we've been talking bump stock bans. We've been talking Supreme Court actions. The Supreme Court actually had the opportunity to hear a case against this uh, complete lack of justice and reverse it. 
but they did not. They backed up Trump. So there you go. I've been calling out Republicans. Well, they, they wouldn't want to take away the uh, the power from the government to be able to just arbitrarily ban any kind of product. God forbid uh, that they want to. I mean, did somebody think this was a free country or something? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> some some people some people do. Some you think pe- you're free to own plastic devices in the United States? You're crazy. In it says it talks all about this in the Constitution, and everybody knows. That the Constitution, it's the supreme law of the land. It's the one law that everybody has to follow. And and there are no bigger champions the Const- than the Republicans. Well, the Constitution is the supposed law the government's supposed to follow. <laughs> you and I didn't sign it, so we're not obligated to it. Exactly. We didn't swear an oath. Well, you might have sworn an oath when you were in the military. I, I've sworn uh, oaths multiple times Yeah, to protect and defend the I Constitution. Uh, Nor will I. <laughs> I would not expect you to. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, is that that people play lip service to it, and those people are called politicians, and and the judges whose and, job it is to interpret the words on the document, so they can just interpret them, whatever is politically feasible. Yeah, and whatever works best for them, and whatever they feel is right. So it's it's judicial activism. Um, sadly, in this case, it's coming from who we would expect, normally we would expect, to defend um, the Second Amendment. And who would that be? Uh, Traditionally, in modern times, it has been Republicans. Mm -hmm. They have been, they put up the the most roadblocks to the efforts Mm -hmm. to grab guns. But again, and I say again because it's not the first time they caved. They caved because it feels politically expedient. They feel that, oh... I, I my my voters might get angry with me. Uh, we're going to go to Matthew in Louisiana who wants to talk about bump stock bans. Matthew, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I'm not happy about it. Well, I'm uh, glad. Are you a Republican? Well, I'm a registered Republican. Okay. All that means is that I registered as a Republican. <laughs> I am not, in fact, a member of the Re- Republican Party. You're not a card-carrying member. Okay, fair enough. Right. They do not issue cards uh, unless you are a member of the party. But there are Republicans who do not like our Second Amendment, such as I would point out Lindsey Graham-Nestein. I would also point out Little Marco, and um, I am that? not Little Marco. I don't know who that is. I... Little Marco Rubio. Oh, okay. Uh, I see where you're going with that. Okay. Is that right. guy from and, Florida? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a guy from Florida. He's got issues. Uh, so he's happy about the bump stock ban. Also, there's a guy who's supposed to be the champion of conservatism called Rush Limbaugh. He's happy about the bump stock ban. Is he? Is he really? That that's surprising to me. Well, I'm only because uh, I know so little about where Rush is these days. Imagine if AOC had proposed it instead of Trump. <laughs> <laughs> well, right? it might have actually gotten some news coverage then. But you know, aside from Fox News rubbing it in, ha ha ha, the bump stock ban still stands. Well, it, it actually it. Doesn't per se still stand? They just refuse to grant an emergency injunction against the enforcement of it. So the, the lawsuits actually go on, but 
who knows, you know, but I've tried to alert everybody to the dangers of this. But then my view of the Second Amendment apparently is in the minority because right. I tend to look at the Second Amendment. And I say, OK, this tells me I can own anything the military owns. OK, I'm willing to compromise. I don't need a nuke. Okay. But hey, if I wanted a tank, why can't I get one of those? Yeah, and that's the the problem is is the the proverbial slippery slope that if you let government take one little thing, just this one little bump stock, then you've got nothing to worry about. But th- this is how we've gotten to where we are. You can you can take anything. You can talk about um uh first amendment rights, freedom of speech and things like that. Well, you know, it's only if you're in a theater and you yell fire well, we're going to, we have to infringe on your rights a little bit there, but that's only that one example. But you're going to find out more. And the next thing you know, you look around what and you see something that corrupts the minds of the children. Right. You've got to think about the children. And you and their minds might get corrupted. Is the ultimate slippery slope because anything that you consider false or misleading can be said to mislead the minds <laughs> of the children. So. Uh, you or know, even the truth can corrupt the minds of the children. Say again? Even the truth can corrupt the minds of the children, you know? Well, yeah, well, because so the, they say. The, the yeah, I'm idea. not sure I've ever heard the truth uh, alleged to be a corrupting influence, but... Uh, well, when you think about nudity, that's just truth. It's mm-hmm, what true. the human body truly looks like. And yet there are people who think that, you know, if their boy sees a boob at age five or six, that he's going to be scarred forever. Oh, God, he saw a boob. And well, I would say well, those people I got, are corrupted. i got to tell you, though, you got to watch out because I have it under good authority that masturbation causes deafness. Who'd you hear that? I from? didn't hear that. <laughs> what are you deaf or something? <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you for the call, Matthew. Um, but yeah, this this it's everything is a slippery slope when it comes to your liberty because there only is one acceptable path, and that is basically follow the ideas of a non-aggression principle that. If I am not doing anything that hurts anyone else, and I like shouldn't using do, a bump stock, I, yeah, when I shouldn't be doing anything that hurts anyone else, then mm. I should be free to do what I wish to do, and and it's golden rule rule stuff, folks. Yeah, this golden goes back rule to, and also Darwinism. I mean, there are people who, <laughs> if left to their own devices, will do really stupid things, and a lot of those people will die. If if they are free to do those stupid things, well, the thing is, it's better for the species as a whole if the stupid people die of doing stupid things mm-hmm. before they breed. Absolutely. We're going to go back to the phones where we've got Dave in New Hampshire. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live. I'm, working on, I'm, in, I'm on my way. Okay. Um, <laughs> so be Dave Ridley from the Ridley Report. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have some, uh, you know, enough of this depressing imperial news. I have some national news for you. And my nation is New Hampshire. Yeah? Okay. Okay. So the the former president of the Free State Project, Carly Garrick, is reporting that six state reps now, or six legislators at the New Hampshire State House, have uh, invoked uh, the following quote. At, uh, in speeches or other other uh, you know other things they've said at the state house, the quote is, 
Taxation is theft. Unquote. Here, here. Uh, we're we're all big fans of that particular quote. It's good to see a uh, social media meme infecting a legislature. That's a good sign. <laughs> and another good sign is that apparently it has uh, there's a little bit of a, uh, a letter to the editor war going on around this because the, these some of these reps have been uh, attacked verbally by other reps for having said this. Oh, of course. Mm. I've uh, I've said this in front of my state rep, and I live on the uh, in the in the western part of New Hampshire, a very low low population area, and uh, I dared say that at a uh, at an event, and man, they they know it. They're triggered by it. This was this happened to be a Democrat, but he was triggered by this thought of taxation is theft. Oh my God, how dare you, Dave? Thank you so much for the call. Um, I think he's pointing what? that out because it's New Hampshire. It just probably doesn't happen in a lot of state right. legislatures. We've got a kind of a special thing here, and that's why libertarians are migrating here. But we'll discuss that, and we'll discuss whatever is on your mind at 855-450-FREE. This is Free Talk Live. 450 FREE. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. You can also catch us on Discord. You can go to discord.lrn.fm and find out all about that and how to connect to us. But the long and the short of it is with your PC, with your smart device, you can load up the Discord client, connect with us, and you will sound just like you are in the studio with us. And by gosh, what could be more exciting than that, Rich? I just don't know what. Well, <laughs> if she was in the studio with us and she was pretty and she was sitting on my lap, that would be more be exciting. Better, yeah. Cena, here we go again. Well, this is I'm been, a bad man. This, this is a sick world, and I'm a happy guy. <laughs> I was just uh, I was just thinking, you know, we're gonna have to start calling this double entendre thursdays which works for me i'm good with that and i always have fun uh but we are gonna go to discord so you can see and hear what this sounds like you probably Uh, won't be able to see it i know that but but you can go to twitch.lrn.fm and you can see and if you're seeing sounds you may be under (laughs) psych the uh you may be Uh, underneath some psychedelic uh drugs see figuratively like see as in we're gonna see what happens but no <laughs> but we'll we'll talk them well, well never mind talk them um oh that sounds like peyote <laughs> <laughs> bad slave you're on free talk live thank you uh chris ian and rich thank you i mm-hmm. uh wanted to just ask i have a request Okay. For all of us liberty folk, you know, we're talking all the time, you know. So when we when we bring stuff up, we have an opportunity to to announce things. And one of the things that I think ought to be announced, and I think this is segues from the couple of calls back uh, or some talk with you guys, uh, Ian and uh, Chris, uh, about the Constitution. Um, you know, it we all agree that. The limits of the Constitution have been basically tossed aside and ignored, and nobody nobody's uh, 
you know, honoring those limitations. And as a result, we have humongous government. The Constitution uh, has either authorized such government as we have had, or it has been powerless to prevent it. In either right. case, it is unfit to exist. Lysander Lysander Spooner. Spooner. Did you nail that? It's, was that all by memory, Rich? That was yeah, good. Better believe Lysander it. Spooner. Google better that, than folks. after all the smoke he's imbibed, but that's another story. Yeah, uh, yeah but I know no what you're offense, saying. Rich, you oh know. no, I, I, I I'm proud. I'm proud and uh, uh, and, uh, and honored by you. So don't uh, don't feel bad. Well, groovy. Thanks. <laughs> well, yeah, you know it's you know it's me at 67 that are yeah. that, that has the problems here, but. Um, the funny thing Getting is, I'm just to... as spacey when I don't smoke weed. But go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so so basically, uh, when when things come up like these bunk stock bans, uh, even talking about uh, sawed-off shotguns, suppressors, or uh, all of those things, uh, ought be. Uh, rolled into the uninfringible realm of the Second Amendment, not to mention, uh, you know, eliminating about 95% of federal law and so many other things. But, well, but yeah, just and, focus. And, we're, just and focus. we're talking about, when we talk about bump stock bans, we're actually, and the allegation by Trump is that this turns, this piece of plastic magically turns a semi-automatic rifle into a fully automatic machine gun. Mm. And that's just farcical. But even if well, it did, and this is what did. bothers me, and we have a going. right to have an, a fully automatic machine gun. We don't just have a right to an AR-15. <laughs> we have a right to an M-16. Thank and you. And that's what the Republicans should have reestablished when yes. they had control yes. of the whole thing. The they whole should. shooting match, if you will, was under their control, and they did Nothing. Gun control so act. Let me, of, let me of tell you this. Rich, not, would you keep it? Huh? If you were a Republican, should you have kept the the? It was it the firearms. Every the single gun, gun control law on the books is unconstitutional. So there goes it the is 1968 laws. Each and every laws. one is an infringement. It shaves a piece oh. off your Second Amendment rights, and that's exactly what the Second Amendment supposedly guarantees that no. they won't. Rich, do. No, we had all there those goes, gangsters. There goes, there goes the ATF. Yeah. Well, well, how did they create the gangs? They created the gangs by creating prohibition. prohibition. <laughs> they didn't have. Have a gang problem in America before they had prohibition. Also unconstitutional, then, which is why they amended the Constitution. In yeah, order to thank well, you. that's that's the thing. The way that the that prohibition was better than the drug war is prohibition was constitutional because they amended the Constitution to support it. The right. drug war has no such amendment. They have ignored the the Constitution. To uh, to implement that, and that is an evil thing. But well, it's still evil if they I hold on. It's still know. evil if they uh, amend the Constitution because they are still taking away your right to life and liberty yeah. and the pursuit of happiness. And if the pursuit of happiness and liberty includes you wanting to get wasted or just have mm-hmm. a couple of beers or a couple of uh, glasses of wine, you should be able to do that. Mm-hmm. It, regardless, if five hundred twenty-five mem- people or thirty-five or however many of them there are say you shouldn't be able to. Now, here's a question I want America to start to ask itself, though. 
if and when we get a New Zealand-style semi-automatic rifle ban, is that time to take them out of mothballs and start doing something about it? At what point right. is the does rhetoric end and resistance begin? That's the question we need to ask ourselves. So, so to put this all in histor- historical perspective, gun control acts, bad gun control began in 1934, Firearms Act. That was the worst one. They began one. before that. In, postbellum, uh, in the postbellum South, Talking they were mod- implemented by our, the KKK. But, let me rephrase okay. that. Our modern but times. But there are some terrible ones passed in 1934. 1934 I know what you're talking about. 1968. Then we enacted a whole bunch of more laws. We have not had big, horrendous laws since 1968. And I'm just feeling that... It's about time, right? That's yeah. where the liberals, that's where the gun grabbers believe we yeah. are. We haven't done this. We we tried little assault weapons ban, mm-hmm. but let's just go whole hog. Let's let's. What's the next big step? And to your point, Rich, the time to pull those out of mothballs was in 1934. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Well, I would I would agree with that. And when you think about it, what was going on in 1934? was the country was in revolution. They were in a revolutionary state where the majority of the people, or at least a very large minority of people, were ignoring the law, ignoring prohibition, and they were defending themselves, among other things, from police. Yeah, there was there was a lot going on, and I'm trying to think of, uh, gosh, what was it? What was the, the activity that involved uh, Smedley Butler? Um, there was Bradley a Butler was World War One. World is a racket. He was a highly decorated mar- Marine. Wrote a book, right? But there was also an effort. Or the bonus Army. There was an effort underway in the 30s to foment revolution and to overthrow the U.S. government. Oh, and you're talking that, about the other group of fascists that tried to overthrow the group of fascists <laughs> run by FDR. Exactly. Wait, so Smedley Butler was involved with a potential overthrow. He was asked to lead it. According really? to Smedley Butler, and he declined. Uh, he not only declined, he spilled the beans. He did. That's how we came to know about it. Yeah, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna Google a, a little bit about that, and uh, and and we'll talk about that because it's it's a topic that I kind of came across mm. over the weekend. I read up on it a little bit, and I thought it was kind of interesting. Mm. Um, but I haven't heard anybody really defending the bump stock ban. I guess phones are open. Eight fifty five four fifty free is the number. Yeah. Eight five five four five zero three seven three three. And I would. They lo- must exist. They must. Um, we've got another call here. Um, we're gonna go to. Sorry about that, Sarah. You're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I I just want to mention that it was announced that you know Mother Teresa and Padre Pio, they're, they're both ascended masters now. An ascended master. So, what is that? Right. I am boggled. Uh, in ahead. other words, uh, they got good enough where um, where they graduated out of a schooled earth room. In other words, uh, so what? they no longer a have schooled to... earth room. The what? Well, in other words, uh, wow. And who decides? Who decides whether Mother Teresa has become an ascended master? And how did you get the notice? You don't even have the internet. I know. How Was do this you the find same out? Catholic Church that that facilitated the abuse of children that decided this? <laughs> well, um, 
you know, the summit lighthouse. It was a hang on, uh, hang on to her. I want to know more about house. ascended master. You want us to hold knows. Sarah over yeah, so yeah, you can on. find out the truth about the ascended math master. All right, we're what is it costing you in vet bills for that convenience of just pulling open a bag of formulated, extruded, processed cereal bits that costs a ton of money, anyways? <laughs> How do you feed your dog to derive not only energy but a good coat, bright eyes, and a great <laughs> attitude? Come to Dynavite for help. D I N O V I T E. Dot com. I found his raw meat diet on Dynavite.com. With just the raw meat and the eggs and the Dynavite and the Super Omega on top of it. Try Super Omega fish oil. Buy two. Get one free. Ground beef, white rice, um, eggs, including the shells, and the Dynavite supplement, and then the Lico Chops. Try Lico Chops. Buy two. Get one free. It just balances out his body and his mind and his spirit. Adding Dynavite to their diet has every single dog in my kennel looking better than they have ever looked. Their skin is so much better now that they're on the raw diet, I don't even give them the kibble anymore. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. We're in hour number two. Every every night we do three hours. Rain, sleet, snow, doesn't matter. Holidays, we love them. 855-450 free. We've been talking about bump stocks. We've been talking about the Second Amendment. We've been talking about... Republicans who always talk about how they're here to defend our Second Amendment rights. Talk is cheap, though. Oh, we should give some time to libertarians who really defend our Second (laughs) Amendment rights, then. That's a good point. Yes, there are groups out there uh, that actually Mm -hmm. do consider the right of self-defense, and that's what we're talking about. It's the right, if you believe that you own your body, if you believe that you have a a right to defend yourself and your loved ones and your property against threats, then this ceases to become a political issue. It becomes a a natural rights issue, and that's how it should be considered. And it is a natural rights issue, and, and let me say that I've seen a meme going around the Internet that says, what if the if black people's voting rights were protected the same way white white people's right to own guns was were protected? Well, it's not just white people who have a right to own guns. Right, right. Every minority group is at increased risk of of assault statistically in every society just by virtue of being a minority. And therefore, if you are a minority. Arming yourself is a great plan. We looked it up um, within the last month or so on Free Talk Live, and actually a significant portion of blacks are armed. In fact, I think it was and about one out of four. Good for them. Right. And good for the Huey Newton Gun Club and all the Black Guns Matter yep. and all of the other people because it's not – the danger of our situation is that the liberals are disarmed and the conservatives are armed. So if the conservatives did decide to go after the liberals – what are the liberals going to do? Beg? <laughs> call the police. Right. Yeah, call the police. That'll help. The police are conservatives. <laughs> but I'm going to beg that we get back to this call because Sarah left us with a cliffhanger. She, she alleged 
that Mother Teresa... Storms are brewing in your eyes, Sarah. Uh, if ha- the police are conservatives, uh, Rich, then you know the fact that they're enforcing gun laws left and right proves that you know conservatives don't care about uh, firearms freedoms. They well, do. they don't. Yeah. They just... They just care about slow, slowing change. They do. Uh, but we're going to get back to the phones and speak again to Sarah because she is, she has told us, we don't know how she's found this out, that Mother Teresa has ascended. And somebody else you named, right? Who was the other person, Sarah? Yes. And uh, the father, Father Pio, he was an Italian father in Italy. And he was the one that, um, remember, he had, he had like piercing in his um, miraculous piercing in his hands and his feet. No, I never heard of it. And him. then they dug him up, and then he had a piercing in his heart. He had five So you're piercings. saying this father, oh. the, these two Catholics, um, have been oh. ascended well, to mastery. Well, let's start with one thing. What's your source on this? <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. Did God come down and whisper it in your ear, sweetheart? No, um, uh, Elizabeth Clare Prophet from the Sun and Lighthouse, she had a revolution, um, you know, she had a... a revolution? A, like, revelation revelation maybe like, it was told to her the spirit world that they both ascended now how did you okay so now we're talking about hearsay passing through hearsay right so you're saying this well, woman has sure some guy said so yeah you're saying this woman has said that she was told that these two individuals are uh, ascended masters so how did you hear do you know this woman personally are you like subscribing to her newsletter because we know from your previous calls you don't have internet access you're obviously not getting you know emails from her so how did you get the uh, the press release you know, the thing, I used to go to that church here uh, on Carlisle, and what and church? I used to listen to her. What was it called? But the Son of Lighthouse, they had a little... The Son of uh, Lighthouse? The, the Summit Lighthouse. Oh, the Summit. And, like, um, okay. Her, the Son of Lighthouse, and then I, be, I believe in what she says. Her husband has ascended, um, Mr. Prophet. <sighs> He has uh, ascended. He's he's ascended. You are reminding me so much of Robert Heinlein's Stranger in a Strange Land, where they had this church, okay, and it was called the... uh, the Fosterite Church. I don't okay, remember. I don't recall the name. Okay, go ahead. Well, the Fosterites would get their um, would get their members to. Uh, to uh, sign over their entire inheritance to the church, and then when they needed some money, they'd announce that this member was going to heaven. It was going to be a big old miracle, <laughs> and they slipped familiar. something into their drink, and dead they were, and that inheritance went right where it was needed oh by my. Jesus. <laughs> Sarah, thank you for the call. The uh, Summit Lighthouse is a nonprofit organization, the official source for teachings of the Ascended Masters from Mark L. Prophet, P-R-O-P-H-E-T, And Elizabeth Clare Prophet and their students. This is checking out left and right. Now, now is he is he an estimated prophet or or I assert that? Do you think he was born with that name or did he choose it for himself? uh, You're asking me. Maybe he inherited the gift gift of sight from his mother. I'm sorry, you're both talking it. Yeah, I know. Sorry. No, it's all right. I'm just saying, if you're asking me to take a guess on a Sarah call, I've got nothing. I, I will never have anything other than to try to survive to the end of the call and with my, my mind intact. 
here's a little bit of their uh, their principles from their website, summitlighthouseabq.org. The fundamental principles of the teachings of the Ascended Masters is that all sons and daughters of God have a divine spark that is their potential to realize the universal Christ within and ascend to God as Jesus did. The concept is at the heart of all major religions, they claim. The Ascended Masters are are all a part of the Great White Brotherhood, which yes. they have an asterisk. I don't next like to, the sound of that. Say that again. There's, <laughs> there's an asterisk next to that that says, uh, next to the asterisk, the term white refers not to race, but to the aura of white light that surrounds these. Oh, okay, thanks okay. for, thanks for clarifying that, guys. Continue. Spoken continue. of in Revelation 7 is the great multitude of saints clothed with white robes who stand before the throne of God. The Brotherhood works with earnest seekers and public servants of every race religion, and walk of life to assist humanity in their forward evolution. So there you go. So this woman apparently uh, can channel who the Ascended Masters are, and Sarah believes every last word of it. Well, Gia wants to talk about transphobia. Gia from San Francisco, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes, hello again, scum, and I love your misogyny towards Sarah and your racism for her being a Latina woman. You should show some respect. Is she Latino? I I thought she was Asian. We, we, she lives in New Mexico, and you're constantly misogynist. Oh, Jesus, I was giving her completely the wrong racism. I was giving her Asian racism, and I was supposed to be giving her Latino racism. Wait a minute. Are you you assuming, uh, Gia, that she's Latino simply because she's calling from New Mexico? Latina, and she might be a person of color. Not that you would care, Ian Monster uh, Freeman. No wonder the buttholes in the FBI are investigating you constantly. But well, I wouldn't you know. I'm a person of transparency. I have no color. You're not a if person. If you frighten me, I'll fade into the walls <laughs> like a chameleon. I am a person of colorlessness. Did you You just assume my species? Listen, guys. Okay, I want to talk about really quickly. I want to talk about something regarding Jazz Jennings, and I have a very quick little poem. Did you say Jazz Jennings? Jazz Jennings. Have you heard of her? I have not. Who is this person? Okay, she's a young trans woman. I don't think she's even 18. Uh, she got famous 10 years ago when Barbara Walters interviewed her. But like when now, she was like she's eight? like a teenager. Huh? When she was like eight? We're just doing the she was Well, yeah, like 11. Okay. I don't mean the to cut you off. I just want to understand the story. Oh, yeah. No, it's not like some big news thing. But I just wanted to say that I was looking up her videos recently and these disgusting Nazis, like that piece of dog feces, Christopher Cantwell and his supporters and all these scumbags were laughing at her not too long ago because she had this, um, she had bottom surgery, watching my language, and she had bottom surgery. Bottom and it surgery? Got really is that where you uh, have surgery on your butt? Or is it something Talk else? No, no, that's uh, uh, bottom ha, 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 surgery for a transsexual means changing the, the actual genitalia. Oh, okay. Gia, thanks. As opposed Thank to you, the top, Thank top you for the call. surgery. I still don't understand it. Ah, this top is a, an evening of not I'll draw you a picture during break. 855-450-FREE. This is free. This is Free Talk Live. 855-450-FREE. We've been all over the board. We've been talking bump stocks. We've been talking the ascension of Mother Teresa. Because a caller wanted to talk about it, and we are a 100% call-in show. 
if you've got a topic and we find it, mm-hmm. we'll entertain it. And uh, it's not unbelievable that Mother Teresa would get high on I religion. Ass- it is, according to Karl would. Marx, at least, the opiate of the massive. <laughs> Oh, the masses. I guess food is the opiate of the massive. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, in studio tonight, it's myself, Chris. I'm Ian. And Rich Paul. And uh, we've we've been having some fun. But before we move any further, I do want to tell you about Bitcoin.com. Bitcoin.com is your premier source for everything Bitcoin related. Bitcoin.com can help you choose a Bitcoin wallet, buy Bitcoin, and show you where you can spend your Bitcoin. You can read the latest news and engage with the community in the Bitcoin forum. Learn more at Bitcoin.com. And there's uh, The Guardian says you shouldn't buy Bitcoin, though. God forbid. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, who are they guarding? Good question. Uh, we will, okay. but first we're going to go to the phones uh, where we've got Kirby from Indianapolis. He wants to talk about guns. Kirby, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, first of all, bump stocks are a waste of ammunition. <laughs> Thank if you, you want to buy one, go right ahead. <laughs> uh, secondly, I'm 58 years old, black. I have a bullet lodged in my head that I received uh, November of 92. Oh, my. I have no problem with guns. I ain't mad at guns or the bullet. Just the idiot that shot me. Wow. Uh, Amen. People can get as angry as they want to and throw out all the hyperbole they want to, but guns are inanimate objects. They yes. don't kill people. People do. You know when you got um, a guy with a bullet lodged in his brain who's in favor of gun rights? I mean, you are on the... God has blessed you, man. Thanks for uh, <laughs> thanks for taking that position, even after what happened. Do you want to tell the story, like how you ended up with a bullet in your brain? Because that's got to be pretty crazy. Um, actually, it's pretty simple. Uh, crackhead tried to rob me, and oh, I didn't man. feel like giving him my money. Yep. Wow. Um, and I told him to get it like Jesse. He still attempted to get it, but what he got was no money and ran a, almost said a word, yeah. ran the heck out of Indiana. Um, but I'm also a firearms instructor. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, Guns are not the problem. People are the problem. Uh, You look at every one of our gun control laws, uh, all but one being the 1934 Firearms Act, were aimed at keeping poor people disarmed regardless of what color they were. You look at every totalitarian state, they had to disarm the public in order to control them which is why the Second Amendment is in the Constitution. And, and I fully... Go ahead. Oh, uh, no, go, go ahead. I thought you were... I, I will fully admit that, that black people were not included in that Constitution. Right. Um, and in fact, if you go back, as, as I said, and look at the slave codes, which was actually our first gun c- control law. Right. Um, they were all aimed at poor and black people. 1968 Farms Act, was a direct result of the Black Panther Party showing up at the Capitol building in, in uh, California. Oh, yeah. With a boatload yeah. of guns. Yeah, you, you can't uh, have but, armed black people. It's it's bad enough that yeah, that's we're going to... Yeah, we'll, we'll support them because it's politically expedient for the Democratic Party to be on the side of civil rights after supporting slavery for so long. Uh, mm. 
but then to you know then then seeing that yeah uh there's a group of black people out there that believe that they have inalienable rights what are we to make of that quick yeah exactly and the the biggest problem is that black people won't won't embrace their right they'll cry about um not getting reparations or this or that or the other, but they will not embrace the rights that they absolutely have. Well, one and out of four of them, according to statistics. from a government. They come from God. Right. Mm. I mean, it, it may be, obviously, you have more experience with uh, that community probably than any of the three of us in, in the studio here, but the statistics show one out of four blacks uh, do have a gun, and that's... A little lower than whites, but not that much. I think it was like 30-something percent uh, of whites that have, have guns. And I think it was only yeah, like 17 percent of Hispanics or something. Now, do you know anything about the methodology of that, uh, that story and how many of them were I don't recall. Uh, legal? Because it was a Pew Research. One thing, I had an interesting experience. I lived in a neighborhood in North Charleston, South Carolina, that was something like 95 percent black. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because I lived there the night that Obama was elected, and I and I saw the rejoicing. But I got pulled over one night just as I was pulling into the complex, so I pulled into my, my parking space before I dealt with the cop. And uh, I got out, and he took my concealed piece while he was uh, while he was talking to me. And then when he was done, he gave me my piece back, and I reloaded it and reholstered it and went back in the house. The next day, I came outside. My neighbor came, uh, happened to be outside, and she said, are you a cop? <laughs> and I said, no. Why do you ask that? And I said, she said, because I saw that cop take your gun from you and give it back. And I said, no. Anybody who isn't a felon has a right to keep and bear arms, and mm-hmm. I happen to have a concealed weapons permit. That's all you need in that well, state. But she was astounded about it. I was in the cell phone it. store a few days ago, and I opened carry quite a bit. And a young black guy behind me goes, hey, man, are you a cop? I was like, no, why? He's like, man, you got a gun out to open. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I got a permit. He's like, you can actually get a permit to carry a gun in your flat? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, he did not know. Wow. People don't know, you know their rights. They're never yeah. They're never told their rights. I mean, generally in the government schools, they might go over a brief summary of, you know. They talk about First Amendment, speech. Fourth Amendment, yeah. Fifth Amendment, Sixth Amendment, Eighth Amendment. They don't talk much. that That's much about, about it. it. They don't talk that much. Maybe they did when you were in not, school. Not that much, but they talked yeah. a little bit. The place that talked about the Second Amendment was when I was in a military academy. And the way I put and the way they put it to me was from a military point of view, they are allowed to keep their weapons so that they can shoot us if we get out of hand. And the the two that they missed. Right. And the two that they missed that I think are the most important, the ninth and the tenth. The ninth and the tenth Mm -hmm. are catch alls. If just because we didn't grant a power to the government to do something means that it's reserved for you, the individual. Or to put it in Constitution speak, the enumeration in this Constitution of certain rights shall not be held to deny or disparage others retained by the people. There's number nine, and number ten says that any anything not enumerated is going to be up to, if there's going to be any laws about it, it's going to be up to the states. Or the right remains with the people. I want to say thanks to Kirby for doing I know a, I can't do yeah, that. Uh, open carry, by the way, for doing that. Yes. Because it's important because what you've done is you put on display your exercise of your rights, and that created a conversation, and it gets people thinking. So kudos. Yeah. Thanks for the call, Are Kirby. Are you going to stick around? Oh, do you We're want all to sticking around. I'm oh, sorry. Thanks for the call, Kirby. I, thanks, I definitely man. appreciate it.
And, uh, yeah, it's a good conversation. I, I, I love to hear when people are not afraid to stand up for their rights and demonstrate those rights. 855-450-FREE. What do you think about gun control? This is Free Talk Live. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite is nutrition. Pick up two bottles of Lico Chops. Get the third bottle free. New improved Lico Chops with omega-3, omega-6, vitamin E. And now, six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try Lico Chops. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. Just losing it tonight, Ian. Um, in studio, you have myself, Chris. Yeah, it's Ian. Pope Indigent the First. Pope Indigent the First. The, the name being assumed by Rich Paul. It's true. It was That's his name on the, the name display. granted to you. I have seen him. Uh, He's on the Discord under that name. How are you? Yeah. Yeah. Although I think I leave out the, the first. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> just Pope Indigen. Just Pope Indigen. Pope Indigen. <laughs> uh, and speaking of Discord, you can use Discord to call into the show and sound like you're right here in the studio with us. Load up a client on your PC or your smart device. Sign in through discord.lrn.fm, and man, you are going to sound great. Uh, And we're going to give you an example of that because we've got, I can't read your whole name, but it's uh, subscribe to PiDiePie. Is that your name? (laughs) PewDiePie? PewDiePie. PewDiePie, There we go. He's like a big uh, YouTube guy. This is almost certainly not that person. No. He plays, uh, PewDiePie plays video games. He's got a huge following, so I suspect this is one of his fans. Yep. Are you there? Right, row. Going once, Weren't you just talking to him? Yeah, I was. He's unmuted and everything? He is unmuted. Hey, are you there? Oh, there he is. Oh, he's he's dropping packets. That's that's probably the problem. We're going to give... Anyway, yeah, let's put him back uh-huh. on hold. We're going to have to, he's going to need to get a better internet connection before, yeah. we, can, before uh, we can do that. Most of the time, Discord sounds like you're in the studio unless you are uploading. So if it I would still recommend, sounds like you're a studio, it just sounds like you're a robot in the studio. <laughs> yeah, unless you are, um, if, if you're uploading something, so let's say you've got torrents running right. or something like that, there's something else going on in your computer. Uh, that's bogging down your internet connection, that's going to be a problem uh, for us. But if he, he didn't sound like that during when you checked on him. No, when huh. I checked on him, it was fine. So we're yeah, we'll just going we'll to leave him there, yeah. and uh, next time we, we get an opportunity, we'll go back and see how he's doing. Um, and So did you want to hear about why you shouldn't buy Bitcoin? Well, yes, we were going to do that, weren't we? Why yeah, I, I'm can't, I can't wait because I just want to buy Bitcoin because I believe in a person's financial freedom – uh, so please, Ian, tell me why I should not believe in my own financial freedom. So this is not from me. This is from somebody named Mr. Money Mustache. So I don't uh, know if that person is anonymous or if he changed his legal name. This is an article in The Guardian. Um, 
written by Mr. Money Mustache. So I don't know if that, that is somebody who changed their name legally or what. Uh, but apparently he's like one of these money advisor types. And it's been a while since we've had a good or bad, or however you want to look at it, hit piece against Bitcoin. So let's do it. Uh, story from The Guardian. A collective insanity has sprout, uh, sprouted around the new field of, and they put this in quotes, cryptocurrencies. Ah, <laughs> uh, nice. Causing an irrational gold rush. I know you're tempted, but don't be a fool, he says. So, I mean, right there in the first paragraph, uh, this is going to be a pretty hostile article, calling it a collective insanity, putting (laughs) quotes around the term cryptocurrency. And personally, I would say you'd be a fool not to put $100 into crypto just on general principle, because if it does explode, hey, maybe you end up with $100,000. Right. Uh, yeah, nobody here would ever say put everything you ever you know you've ever saved into the same thing. Oh, that yeah. would be crazy. As as with any speculative uh, investment, right? Why would you do that? He says I've been watching this Bitcoin situation for a few years, assuming it would just blow over. But a collective insanity has sprouted around the new field of cryptocurrencies. With quotes, causing an irrational gold rush worldwide, it has gotten to the point where a large number of financial stories and questions in my inbox ask whether or not to, quote, invest, unquote, in Bitcoin. So he's already acknowledged that his judgment up to this point has been wrong because he kept thinking it was going to blow over, right, but it hasn't blow over. <laughs> so his, his, his authority for the rest of his piece, his intellectual authority, is his consistent track record of wrongness. Right, let's, so I need to tear it down. He yeah. says, let's start with the answer. No, you should not invest in Bitcoin. Oh, my gosh. The reason why is that it's not an investment, just as gold Tulip bulbs, beanie babies, and rare baseball cards are also not investments. Unbelievable. Let's go through the list there because uh, he may or may not be right or wrong about some of those items. So gold, is gold an investment? Gold is money. Mm -hmm. And gold can also be used as a commodity. So the, the nice thing about gold is it's durable. It has a lot of the characteristics of good money. When you look at the definition of what money is, it's typically six things, and I'm not going to rattle them all all off, but, you know, fungibility, being able to spend it easily, um, durability, not having it fall apart, being recognizable. Uh, there's, there's these characteristics, and gold kind of hits all of them, which is why gold was used as money for several thousand years. It has history. When you look at things like Bitcoin, you also realize that a lot of those same similarities follow bitcoin my answer would be gold is a static investment and by that it's something that doesn't generate revenue Mm -hmm. by your having it the way say stock does because stock is a running company that produces profit hopefully yeah um but you know the the big question is do you take both long and long and short positions in it you know are you moving your money around in it other if you're just storing value there i wouldn't really call it an an investment i'd call it more of a hedge well and a store of value is something that has value and i would say that's true for all of those things and all commodities in general and to go to the other side to the investment side investments are inherently speculative right you are your idea is is that i am going to put some of my money at risk Buying into this in the hopes that I'm going to gain much more than I would have if I had just kept it in money. Right, which is why... But Bitcoin isn't an asset, I would say. 
in the sense that a commodity is an asset. Bitcoin is not a commodity. Let me put it that way. And the reason that I say that is Bitcoin is really what are you buying when you're buying Bitcoin? You're buying the storage and the and the potential transmission of coin. Right. You're actually paying them for the transaction. So mostly you're paying them for the transmission of value. And, you know, incidentally, you pay them for the storage of value. So I would call it a productive asset. Well, you know? keep in mind with Bitcoin, you're not paying anyone. You may pay fees along the way when you transact with it, but right. That's but the well, thing. those it's, fees are are what I'm what I'm talking about. Right. Those fees power the service. They can, yes. Yeah. Okay, but the term investment, as you're saying, Chris, suggests you're putting money out with At the risk. hopes that you're going to make more of it, right? Um, over some amount of time, right? And so you're taking a risk, and so whether you're buying gold with that or whether you're buying bitcoin with that or the other things he mentions which we can get into tulip bulbs beanie babies and rare <laughs> baseball cards some of them may be and terrible dollars. and what dollars and dollars would sure. be the same category yeah it, well of course most people are going to denominate their investments in dollars um so it's that's kind of like a different oh no nowhere near most people you don't think well, I mean, there's 350 well, there's most people billion Americans. Okay, in most people country. in this country, sure. Yeah. And a lot of people around the world are, are certainly more happy to have dollars in their pockets than some of the other fiat currencies Right, out That's there. definitely true. Because um, the others are all double, double fiat. They're fiat currencies that are based on dollars, which is also a fiat currency. Yeah. And so if you're taking a risk with value in the hopes of getting more value in the future, that to me sounds like an investment. Now, I'm not a, I'm not Mr. Money, whatever, Mr. Money mustache, mustache. here. I'm not an investment advisor or anything like that. Uh, but if you, you know, whether it's a crypto or whatever, if you're hoping to make money on it, then it is an investment. Now, it could be a really piss poor investment like, you know, tulip bulbs or beanie babies hey. or baseball cards. <laughs> I just got to uh, say the tulip gets crashed, gets gets beat up too often. Yeah. That whole thing lasted well, less than two years. And 10 percent of the income of Denmark still or Holland still comes from tulips. So Does there really? <laughs> last year, over two billion tulips were planted in the Netherlands. That's the problem. We with know those our investments. tulip. <laughs> Tulips, Beanie Babies, Rare Baseball Cards, or you, know, you can just print more of them. 855-450 free. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. 855-450 free. And we want to hear from you. 855-450-3733 is our number. We've been all over the board as we always are. We talked bump stocks. We talked about the ascension of Mother Teresa. Always, we didn't talk about it. Well, we listened Sarah to somebody talk about it. We had a <laughs> conversation that. with someone who was yeah, talking about that's it. That's true. And now we've been talking about Bitcoin, by the way. And uh, Mr. Money Mustache says that if you're looking at cryptocurrencies, you're crazy. Mm -hmm. You're cray cray. We'll get back to that. Yeah, we're going to talk more about that. But first, uh, we are going to go back to the phones because we've got a caller who goes by the name subscribe to PewDiePie. He's calling in with... uh, on our discord network 
His name is subscribe to PewDiePie. That's his name, yeah. I think that's so the it. last words of the New Zealand shooter. You're on Free Talk Live. Could have been a coincidence. I Hello. That. How are you? Hey there. Hello. Good. Sounding Hi. better. You're sounding better now. Go ahead. Okay. So um, I've been having this fear for a while uh, that the Libertarian Party may be pandering too much to leftists. Really? I know that might. And, and here's why I think that. So, first of all, I, I noticed on the day Trump announced his bump stock ban or that, the, that he was going to do the bump stock ban, right. the Libertarian Party, I checked a bunch of their social media platforms and I couldn't find like any statement about that, but they did put out a statement about anti-discrimination laws, which like in favor, or I don't think they were in favor of them, but I think they misunderstood something Trump was doing to try and get rid of anti-discrimination laws okay. as being discriminatory. Like, I think they said he was trying to redefine like gender or something, um, but I think he was trying to redefine anti-discrimination laws. But well, who no, isn't um, trying to redefine gender these days? <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, but they didn't talk anything about um, the bump stock ban. Right. And this goes back a little ways because... In 2016, if you look at Gary Johnson... That was the Gary Libertarian Johnson, Party's presidential candidate. Yeah, yeah, Gary Johnson... Just so you know, we Libertarians are opposed to the bump stock ban, if you were curious yes. about our position on it. Um, and uh, Gary Johnson, he a lot of the positions um, he had, um, like, for example, like... Uh, um, uh, what was that? The... Um, the anti-discrimination laws, he, he supported those, and then he also false. supported... He, what false. What do you mean false? Actually, what he said is, just bake the cake. As in, don't be a jerk, just bake the cake. He didn't say anything about, don't be a jerk, just pass a law to force people to bake the cake. But he, he was said, also, just bake the cake. Don't be also, a jerk. Hold on, go ahead. He was also asked, they said, uh, oh, well, if there was uh, a Jewish person, if somebody went into a Jewish, if a Nazi went into a Jewish uh, bakery, would you say that that, uh, that the, and he wanted a Nazi cake, would you say that the Jewish baker would have to make that cake, or would you say they should be forced to make that cake, and Gary Johnson said yes. I would say that was probably sarcasm since <laughs> Nazis are not and have never been a protected class under any anti-discrimination laws except the ones that they passed in Nazi Germany in the 30s. So um, unless, unless he's uh, seeking redress under those laws, he's not going to get it. See, I would argue that under the Constitution, we're all supposed to be protected classes. Well, we're supposed to be protected, but we're also supposed to be protected from laws that tell us that we have to associate when we don't want to. I agree. Um, but then he also su uh, supported a carbon tax. Well, okay, hold on oh, a second. Hey. So let me let me see if I can understand <laughs> this here. So not actually you true it... either. Well, this is a laundry list. Okay. Let, me, let me adjust this real quick. He said he was open to discussing a carbon tax, and a bunch of idiots took that as support. So... Let's, well, I mean, a libertarian should be against all taxes yeah. just right. in general, but uh, I would agree. But uh, what I'm hearing from you is you're saying you think the Libertarian Party is pandering to the left, but then talking about a bunch about a candidate that was just a candidate, not so much the party itself. 
Uh, I mean, yeah, and- well, no, but here's what I'm saying because I think Gary Johnson, I think what Gary Johnson did because a lot of his who's um, a re- former Republican, by the way, in case their listeners weren't aware. I think he was more of a bleeding heart libertarian. But here's the thing: Gary Johnson got the most votes out mm. of uh, the libertarian. Like he got the most votes out of any libertarian that was ever put up for the presidency yeah. in history. That's true. true. So, uh, so it um, and they and um, there was also I think at one point they put out one the Libertarian Party. They they've also put out other posts. Like I think Nicholas Sarwak put out something saying that's the chairman i think of the libertarian party you gotta remember people don't know who these people are i mean i barely know who they are right Uh, and i'm i'm pretty uh pretty involved look i've never been uh in the last decade plus of my life particularly happy with the viewpoints coming out of the libertarian party i resigned publicly from it in 2008 before they chose bob barr who was the probably the worst candidate uh that they've had in my lifetime that i've been aware of but uh, absolutely yeah. i hated bar yeah. i resigned publicly from the party i had been a life member of the party but it wasn't because i felt like they were too much to the left or too much to the right i just felt like they weren't principled anymore that they weren't yeah. they weren't talking about the principles of liberty which to me was what got me excited about them back when the harry brown campaign uh who was their candidate in 1996 and the year 2000 uh when when he was doing things because to me he was a great communicator of those principled ideas and the libertarian party couldn't hold that guy's jock strap let me take issue with that because i have a very different view of what the libertarian party should be and what we should expect for from it what i want to see the libertarian party be is i want it to see to be libertarianism for dummies who are still plugged into the political uh political system so first off our target audience is not anarchists it's not libertarians who should be anarchists <laughs> our audience yet. is statists who should be minarchists Okay, and the job of the Libertarian Party should be to create as many minarchists as possible. A minarchist is a small government supporter. A small government supporter. Now, what the role that I see for anarchists in this is that anarchists should a be supporting the Libertarian Party so that they get out the message on a minimal level. Uh, that's making people minarchists, but they should also be mingling with the Libertarian Party and they should be identifying those minarchists who are on the cusp of becoming anarchists and they should should help bring them along. This way, this is the way that the labor unions were used by the socialists and it worked very effectively. They used them as recruiting grounds and they used them to preach the halfway message. Absolutely. Subscribe to thank you for the call. Um, it's a lot, a lot to think about. And, and, you know, it's interesting that while libertarian ideas are very popular, they're, they're popular, they're popular across a lot of different political spectrums. You know, the idea that, that marijuana should now be legal. That's been a fundamental issue with, with libertarians for an awfully long time. That's right. Yeah. Uh, supported by both sides. Uh, when we talk about civil asset forfeiture, uh, the government should not just be able to randomly seize things from you without charges or a trial or anything like that. This is something the libertarians have been fighting against for years, and now suddenly it's it's big news. Despite all that, um, you know, the, the country itself is so polarized, people are stuck in their rut, 
And I like the idea of helping pry them out of that rut. Give them a hand uh, and teach them some things that, that they might find useful that may benefit them. And so you're more on Rich's side on this with what the Libertarian Party ought to be doing? Because I come from the perspective that they ought to stay true to their principle of non-aggression and be good at communicating what that means when it comes to every single issue. But they don't. So I don't, see, I don't support I would like to yeah. see a fourth party called the Anarchist Party mm-hmm. formed, which was designed to be a, uh, a principled anarchist party. And I, I would not want the Libertarian Party to become that party because they've already got a job to do. But I would love to see Nobody another wants to party. be in an anarchist party. Here, I mean, here's the just... thing, though. Here we are arguing about, no, no, there can be three parties, but we couldn't have four. We couldn't have yeah. five. We couldn't have ten. You can't even well, have three. The other thing that I've considered no, no. doing is seeding the Libertarian Party and trying to uh, take over the pirate or or get involved with the pirate party. Now that's a better name for a party than the anarchist. Party. I like the pirate party. Nobody name. likes anarchists. I like Sorry. the idea of lots of political parties and force these people to get together and come up with some compromises, some things they actually agree on. Because in the end of the day, people tend to agree with each other. Um, and you're gonna you're gonna get some people some outliers that's okay 855 450 free what do you think more political this is michael dean from the freedom fiends i've run websites since 1996 and have used over a dozen web hosts in that time agoristhosting.com is the only one that hasn't broken my heart agorist hosting's uptime and service is stellar and their ddos mitigation is the best i've seen that's important because if you tell the truth in this world you'll ruffle feathers And some people will try dirty tricks to silence your voice. No matter what the haters hit us with, Agorist Hosting keeps our websites online. If you have a mission-critical commercial presence or a world-changing activism site, you cannot tolerate any skullduggery. So go with agoristhosting.com. Have a WordPress or blog site, but you're not satisfied with performance or uptime? Or just want raw hosting? Want to pay with Bitcoin? Agorist Hosting specializes in high-performance hosting with personalized service. Go to agoristhosting.com and click on the button that says Get Hosted. That's agoristhosting.com. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. We're in hour number three. Time flies. I'll tell you, it feels like I've been here for like half an hour or 45 minutes. I'm still raring to go. <laughs> you want to do an after show tonight? Ah. Oh, we can't do that tonight because uh, Vincent will be coming in uh, to do a special episode of his show, uh, Questioning Authority, which appears on LRN.FM. Well... Maybe, maybe, maybe but, I'll crash his show, and if he tells me not to, I'll say you're an authority. I'm I suspect you. I suspect he would welcome you, and his show is uncensored because he's not doing it for broadcast uh, purposes. So. Nice. Oh, groovy. So it's almost as good as an after show, basically. But if you'd like a live, uh, live episodes, if you'd like to see some of these guys live doing their thing, uh, you might consider going to Forkfest 2019. Did you miss Forkfest 2018? 
Are there people who want to see us live? I always hear from the people who want to see us dead. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Start planning now to attend ForkFest 2019. Join liberty-minded voluntarists, anarchists, and libertarians next summer from June 13th through June 18th for ForkFest 2019 at Rogers Campgrounds in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest is a fork of other camping parties in the woods, and you're invited to come and create whatever experience you'd like others to have. ForkFest is decentralized, which means no one is in charge, so it's up to you to create what happens. Or you can simply relax and go camping with other Liberty lovers. For more information and to connect to other ForkFesters via the unofficial Telegram chat or the ForkFest forum, visit ForkFest, that's F-O-R-K, F-E-S-T dot party. That's ForkFest dot party. And uh, Unofficial slogan, fork them if they can't take a joke. <laughs> and it's interesting to see in a decentralized way, people are starting to promote ForkFest. Yeah. Uh, so I saw some some other sites that may or are may not. All right. I think I saw uh, some sponsorship of uh, of another major. You're talking about the Porcupine Freedom Festival? Yes, yeah, I am. Yeah, that's right. Forkfest is sponsoring the Porcupine Freedom Festival, <laughs> the very festival from which it forked in the first place. <laughs> oh, now, I love this. Now, is Forkfest's full name the Forcupine Festival? Uh, no. Freedom Festival. There is no full name for Forkfest because that's just okay. one of its many names. As you've uh, said, it should be called Bandcamp. It's been Somalia. Uh, yeah, I like Bandcamp. That way we can say this one year at Bandcamp. Band camp. <laughs> it's been Somalia <laughs> Fest. Yeah. I, I like the idea with the advertising, the sponsorship of Porkfest, uh, calling it Sporkfest. I thought that was rather clever too. So, oh, uh, that would be cute. We're, we're you see, sporking. I think there should be another Forkfest that follows Porkfest. <laughs> And the reason that I think that's a good idea is because there would be a lot. I think there's a lot of people who, when the end of Porkfest comes, they don't want to leave. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I would love to to show those people the beauty of decentralization without having to count on them to remember to come back next year. So maybe that could be Sporkfest. Interesting. You could do that. <laughs> uh, but right now... We are going to go to the phones uh, because we are a call-in show. Uh, we're going to go to Florida where we have Harold, who's listening on TuneIn. Uh, Harold, you are on. I'm stalling as I hit the right button. You're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Heidi, I want to talk about your Holocaust. Oh, boy. This sounds My suspiciously Holocaust? like... Hold on. I want to get the full effect of what sounds like a crank call. Go ahead, Harold. It may sound like whatever to you, but I'm I'm an old man, so screw you. I want to talk about your Holocaust. Your Holocaust real quick there. You're laughing. All right, listen. I don't think it happened quite the way that they said that it happened there. I can barely hear you. I'm tr- okay. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be louder. I don't think that it happened the way that they said it happened. Gas chambers don't have wooden doors, and all the census that was taken in Europe before the so-called Holocaust didn't show even that many Jews in the continent. Can you hear me, gentlemen? Yes, I can hear you. Yeah, but nobody really wants to listen to you because nobody's, okay. yeah, who cares? 
ridiculous conspiracy theory. One of the most ridiculous, right up there with flat Earth, I would say. Uh, really? This conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah. this this one. Why do you up say there. that, Friedman? Why do you say that? Because it disregards the experience of the people who Who were put into those camps and died there. And those who survived as well. I'm a Korean veteran myself there, so let me tell you something. It's as stupid as the the viewpoint that there was no school that was attacked in Connecticut either, that it was all total hoax. That's also a ridiculous conspiracy theory. Is it as stupid as this fake accent? And there's videos, right? So here's the thing. I think that Jews did die and that that was a tragedy. I just don't think that as many Jews, as many of them died. I think a few hundred thousand at the most died based off census information. Okay, that's still horrifying. Let's say you're right, bro. Who cares? (laughs) What does it matter? This was decades and decades ago. What does it matter? Are we all in? Are we all competing in a victimhood Olympics of which I was unaware? Are we supposed to be racking up points for how many things have been done to our race and our gender and our ethnic group and our religious group? I mean, I'm like half Armenian, so maybe a million people were killed in the Armenian genocide. Maybe half a million people were killed. Not to quote Hillary Clinton, but at what, but what does it matter at this point? Harold, thanks for the call. Um, I think everybody sort of pales when you compare it to socialism. That's the issue. Yeah, hundred million. Hundred million minimum died for socialism. How about all governments? Right. Whether they're socialist or not. Democide. Right. Now you're talking about hundreds of millions of people. Yeah. More, more people have... Just the 21st or 20th century. Yeah. Quarter of a million people were killed by their own government during the uh, 21st century. No, no, no. You said it's, a quarter of a million. You mean yeah. a quarter of a billion, I think. And I think yes, you're right. A quarter of a billion. Century. In the 20th century. In the 20th century. Wow, I've got off by one... <laughs> Errors everywhere. I'm going to have to debug myself. That's all right. Uh, But that's the issue. Would you be surprised to find out that more people have died at the hands of their own government than have been killed in wars? That's Mm -hmm. a fact. Yeah. In in the 20th century. And And, and in terms of murder, just random, like, murder by criminals pales in comparison. That's that's round. Tiny number compared to the number who are killed by their government. That's rounding errors. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's that's pathetic. Yeah. Um, and we're going to stay on the phones and go to Dave in New Mexico. David wants to talk about civil asset forfeiture. Forfeiture, excuse me. Uh, David, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, Chris. Uh, I just heard you a few minutes ago say that the government should not be able to take things from people without charges or a trial, or something like that. Is that a fairly accurate quote? Fairly. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I probably uh, so. got a little more fired up at a couple different parts of that. But yeah, if if you're going to if you're going to come up with laws that says you can take things from people, then at least follow your own uh, own rules, and that includes due process. So go ahead. Right. Okay. So um, on on that uh, uh, note, then thing, things I had. Uh, I had a couple of uh, very, very, very realistic, lifelike sculptures of children. They were priceless. They were worth millions, just absolutely priceless. And my government came along, and uh, uh, they, they, some, some women at a nonprofit organization called a judge 
and, and made insinuations, not even allegations, but some insinuations about me. And the judge uh, sent people to take my priceless sculptures. And that was uh, 11 and a half years ago, and I never, I've never seen Talking them about again. His kids. And, Pardon? I said, uh, Chris well, looks confused. I was uh, letting him know that you're talking about your children, which is kind of a yeah, strange way to talk about your children, but yeah, that's what you're talking about. Right. Oh, yeah, I didn't than. get but the we, sculptures thing. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, uh, we're going to hold you over, Dave, and we'll talk to you uh, in just a moment or two. You can call in, too, and take part in the conversation. 855-450-FREE. What do you think about the government taking your stuff? This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. And uh, we've, again, been all over the map talking all kinds of subjects. And, uh, and again, Rich, I, I always enjoy Thursday nights on Free Talk Live because it gets you in here with me, and uh, I, I love hearing your point of view. Sometimes it makes sense to me. It rocks. It's fun. It does. You know. And, and for the other times, once you reach the level of enlightenment to understand it, you will see. <laughs> I, I will see. Will I become like Mother Teresa? That's what I want to know. <laughs> no, you'll become like me. Oh. That's um, even better. <laughs> I, I will achieve a level of richness. I'll in, make in a priest out of Will you? Okay. Oh, yeah. I will absolutely make a priest out of you, crazy libertarian anarchist <laughs> deist priest. I'm not sure if I'm cut out that. We're, hey, we're going to go back to uh, David in New Mexico. He was talking about civil asset forfeiture through the use of metaphors. David, you're back on Free Talk Live. I think he was just talking about his kids getting stolen from him through the use of a metaphor. I think so, too. A David, metaphor is like a simile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, we don't. We don't want to talk about kids because nobody nobody cares about kids. But if you have something that's worth money, then people are interest, interested. So I'd rather talk about these sculptures oh. that I had. And and so anyway, these sculptures sculptures they were they were priceless. And and like I said, somebody made an insinuation, not even an allegation, but a insinuation. And they and they they didn't call the cops. They called the directly called the judge's office. Yeah, uh, somehow they knew uh, knew a judge, and they called a judge, and the judge said, um, uh, "Send me a letter, uh, what you what you know, and also call the cops." And so they wrote the letter, and they also they called the cops. But when the cops came and took the report, the cops said, "You know, hey lady, there, there's nothing here that has broken any law." And so the cops went away. But the 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 judge the the judge on what these ladies said without the ladies ever coming to court or even signing the letter, the judge took my sculptures, and, and that was a decade ago, and I've never seen those sculptures again. Uh, we're just still fighting about those sculptures in court for a decade, and, I, and I've never seen them again. Yeah. Um, and, and so, Make um, sure you pay your how... taxes so you can keep paying the salaries of all those people. Well, I'm sorry that happened yeah, right. to you, and I'm sorry I did not initially understand your literary device. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no apology necessary. But what? Uh, so, so that's a report of what actually goes on in this country the, the way that the the laws or lack of laws and the the uh, power system you know the people with guns uh, law enforcement nonprofits judges that's a that's a report of what actually happened so that follows your model chris yeah. never any charges 
and never any trial. Mm -hmm. But my property is still being held for uh, over a decade. And so, uh, you know, that's a that's a, a realistic report. It can be verified. And how does that conflict with the existing laws that we have in this country or what we should have? Right. If you could please comment on that. Well, I'm I'm just going to say that, you know, David, obviously these things don't really happen in real life until I talk to somebody like you and I find out that, yes, absolutely, these things do. And then, I don't know, maybe I pick up the newspaper today and see that Arizona officers storm a house with guns drawn because a toddler had a fever. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So this was an Arizona home. Uh, ordered three children into custody custody of the Department of Children's Safety because the parents had refused to take their son with a fever to the hospital. Oh, my God. Yeah. So this kind Who's, of... Somebody snitch I, him out? I heard that differently, or was this a different story? What I heard is that she'd gone to the hospital. She had been... Gone to a clinic. Uh, she, well, my understanding is she had gone... Maybe it was to a clinic, but they had basically said, well, everything seems fine, but we want the doctor to have one last chat with you before you leave, and she didn't wait for the doctor. This may be a little bit different. In this, it may be in a this different case, story. This may have happened twice. It seems yeah. like checking out AMA is one of the new crimes in America. That's <laughs> right. against medical advice. Right. So basically, in this case, uh, the couple brought their feverish two-year-old to a clinic in late February. We're told that he had a temperature of 105. The doctor ordered the parents to bring the boy, who had not been vaccinated, according to mm. Arizona Central, to a hospital. Uh, but by the time they got home, his fever had decreased to 102, and they decided not to take the kid to the hospital. Right. And when anything doctor, under 103 really doesn't require hospitalization. When the doctor found out the child had never made it to the hospital, the doctor called Department of oh my God. Child Services, who contacted the Chandler Police Department. Police arrived. The parents wouldn't let them into the house. Nice. They said, Brooks, you have to come out of your house right now. We have to check on them. And I said, he's doing fine. His temperature is 100 degrees. He's safe. He's asleep. Could you please leave us alone? Bryce being the father. At this point, officers who said they had a warrant from DCS broke down the door oh of the home God. surveillance video showed <laughs> little pro tip there if uh you have police in or around your person it's good to be recording them always record it might save you from a beating it might save you from a really unpleasant experience so wait there was a recording here or no yes there is Quote, okay they saw me and they asked me to put my hands up and this was basically it they they had they weren't just the asking buddy they they handcuff them. They treated them like criminals. They knocked down their door. Did uh, they snatch the baby too? Yes. While they were at it. Yeah, and and of course in front of the kids. That's that's the kind of thing that happens. Yeah. And now these these parents have no idea. Were they charged? When and if were they charged uh, with like neglect I, or something like that? Well, the father uh, was told by a doctor. So Ian, that's pretty clear. If someone in authority tells you to do something. All the power of the law must be behind that order. I'm being that's facetious, crazy. Folks. I mean, they're basically treating a doctor like a judge, essentially. That, that's uh, that's, been, that's yeah. been going on. That's been going on. That's what I've been saying. The the universities are being the universities and the the degrees that they issue 
those degrees taken, used to get a license from the government. What you're, what you're doing when, and then now we're back to that, uh, that university scandal thing. When you go into these various institutions, especially the ones with a track record like Harvard, whatever, then what you're doing is you're joining the club. That is the mob. That is the, that thing of our, the thing of ours, La Cosa Nostra. You see, you see the whole pattern? That's what that is. Thank yeah. you, David, uh, for the call here tonight. What, this and, is one and of the I'll tell you stories. what, that, that can grow in some very dangerous ways, especially when it's combined with uh, socialized medicine. Sure. You know, I know one guy who was, uh, he was a computer programmer, and his wife had him committed to a mental hospital because uh, she was about to divorce him. Mm. And uh, oh boy. he managed to escape from the mental hospital by canceling his insurance. So all of a sudden they declared him cured and cut him loose. And so, uh, uh, so you know, with socialized medicine, you can't do that. You can't turn it off. And if they won't behaving. let you refuse treatment, what you going to do? Well, apparently send men with guns to your house. I mean, this sounds like a socialist right. system. This, this sounds like a story you would hear in, uh, say, the U.K., where they do have government-run health care. State Representative Kelly Townsend, who is working on legislation requiring DCS to get a search warrant before removing a child from a home. When did warrant. we become? How about not a search warrant? How about a remove an arrest warrant? Because that's what's really they said needed. they had They're a warrant. An arrest. It's habeas corpus at that point. Eight fifty five four fifty free. This is Free Talk Live. Did you know you can legally exit the U.S. federal income tax system? Well, it's true, and thousands of American nationals are doing it. The 16th Amendment and the Internal Revenue Code are legal, but only in a limited jurisdiction. This is the basis behind the voluntary nature of the income tax. Learn the exit strategy provided by Congress. Find out more by visiting WeissParis.com and watch our numerous videos. That's WeissParis.com. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. Got some time left if you'd like to join in our conversation. That's, again, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. Or hit us up on Discord. With Discord, you can sound like you're right here in the studio with us. And to do that, you're going to go to discord.lrn.fm. You're going to make sure you've got a Discord client loaded. You've got good internet and you've got a microphone so you can talk to us and we can talk to you that's discord.lrn.fm and uh we were talking about bitcoin ian that's right finally another hit piece article about why you shouldn't according to someone calling themselves mr money mustache uh, <laughs> Should we write an article on why you shouldn't ma- take uh, take advice from advice. a man named Mr. Money Mustache? <laughs> Evidently, he's, he's got quite a following. Apparently, he does. But uh, and he does have some a real name, but I guess he goes by that. So he's saying don't uh, don't invest. He says in Bitcoin. He claims it's not an investment. In this article for the Guardian, uh, he claims gold, tulip bulbs, beanie babies, and rare baseball cards are also not investments. Now, just because he says that, I don't think makes it true. We were discussing earlier, uh, Rich. You came up with sort of like a qualified term for what you considered gold to yeah. be, but you still said it was an investment, right? Because yeah, I mean, to, I mean, to some extent, like it a static, is, and what was especially. It, a static? 
Um, Bitcoin is a very different matter from gold. Okay, gold has huge market penetration. Mm -hmm. Gold has been around for millennia. Right. Bitcoin has almost no market penetration, which means, you know, you would it has like three percent. Um, well, I guess more than that know about it now. But yeah, a lot of people know 50% about it. Fifty percent. They don't know what it is. Right. market they couldn't uh, penetration they couldn't define it but they know it exists yeah kind of like the libertarian party people know it exists but they don't know anything about it basically uh yeah uh which doesn't stop them necessarily from having strong opinions that's true <laughs> tulip bulbs beanie babies rare baseball cards he says are not investments i gotta disagree anything that you get into with your money that you risk uh, with the hope that you're going to make a return on that in the future, is an investment. It may be a poor investment because anybody can plant more tulips and you can, you know, make more baseball cards and you know beanie babies and such. There's not a limited supply of those things. No, uh, basically. Uh, but that's one of but those. But there characters. is a limited supply of Bitcoin. Right, Correct. and that's where I was going to go. One of the qualities of of good money, of sound money, is scarcity. Right. That you don't want there to be so many that they become worthless. That's what's happening in Venezuela right now right. with the uh, the Venezuelan Boulevard. So, did you did you have something there? Oh no no no! I was just going to say uh, we're going to go to the phones okay. and talk to Guy in Florida who wants to talk about the bump stock ban. Guy, you're on Free Talk Live. Up, oh, hold on. Sorry about that. Bump stock. That should be a free concert. For Guy, gun you're on Free Talk Live. Guy, are you there? Guy going once. Guy going once. Guy going twice. Going twice. I'm going right. to put him on hold for right now. We'll see if he Bye, pops back in there. So, uh, should we continue here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The So, again, he's saying those things aren't investments. He says, these are all things people have bought in the past, driving them to absurd prices, not because they did anything useful or produced money or had social value, but because solely because people thought they could sell them on to someone else for more money in the future. When you make this kind of purchase, which you should never do, you are speculating. This is not a useful activity. You are playing a psychological win-lose battle against other humans with money as the sole objective. Even if you win money through dumb luck, you've lost time and energy, which means you have lost, he says. Well, that depends on how much do you value your time and what are you going to spend your time on. If you make enough money from Bitcoin that you can quit your job then you've saved a lot of time <laughs> he um, doesn't he doesn't discuss time preference either so no i don't think this guy's no economist i'm pretty sure i don't think so either but there are short time preferences and there are long time preferences and you know in in any sort of money if, if See, you're he gonna, would have covered that in school but he was in a hurry <laughs> exactly uh but if you were talking about investing in gold the, the advantage of money is that they don't really change a lot. That's why they the change in value. That's why they become good units of accounting. That, and we expect them to be relatively stable. Now, Bitcoin has certainly had its highs and lows. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you look at it over the last year or two, you, you see a pretty flat line. It doesn't do much. That's a good thing for most cryptocurrencies or, or currencies, period. You, you shouldn't see a ton of volatility. Yeah, so I want to add to this because we've heard this objection before. It's like, oh, this is just a pyramid scheme or whatever, and of course it's not right. uh, a pyramid scheme, and people aren't buying it just on the hopes that other people are going to get in and lose money you know, later on down the line. Uh, to me, 
the reason why Bitcoin is attractive as something to purchase. Because you can just go out there and pour money into all kinds of things in the hopes that you'll make money on it uh, without any kind of research. But Bitcoin is a way to transact across the world in an instant, basically, um, with anybody who has an internet connection anywhere on the planet i mean this is an incredibly valuable proposition without having the government or the banks in the middle so you're cutting out the middlemen of money this isn't just some random thing that oh let's invest in tulip bulbs let's invest in baseball cards no there's a very specific reason why bitcoin caught on it wasn't just some sort of random thing that everybody just decided to dump into it's valuable because it has an incredibly large payment network spread across the globe that is decentralized and can Cannot be taken down by the so-called authorities. There is value there. The only question is how much. The the other value that it has, and we know that governments can't just shut it down. But the other thing is hackers can't just shut it down. And I think that gets, gets well. Gets hackers lost. can just shut it down. No. They haven't just shut it down. What and I'm, we like to think that their attempts will fail. What I'm saying is, is you've got ten years of history in the Bitcoin network mm-hmm. where all these attempts to hack it have come to no avail and Mm. if you're in the wild in software for 10 years and you haven't had a significant serious breach there aren't there are no banks that can claim that you know what i mean if we're talking about safe places to keep your money that is definitely true now i agree with everything you guys have been saying so long as you make one alteration which is remove the bird bitcoin and replace it with cryptocurrency. cryptocurrency. Sure. I think Bitcoin right now is a terrible investment, and the reason that I think, think that is because it's it's inflated due to the publicity. It's inflated against the other cryptocurrencies, and I expect it to fall in value as people's will to uh, to invest shifts into other cryptocurrencies because the purpose of investing in cryptocurrencies is by pumping liquidity into a cryptocurrency, you increase the budget which is available to develop that cryptocurrency. On he, this, Rich and I will disagree. He We're does gonna, get into, by the way, coming up, a uh, def- his definition of what investing is. So we'll find that out. Interesting. We're going to go to Stony in Portland. Stony, you are on Free Talk Live. Stony, are you there? I don't know what's going on. Stony, can you hear me? Stony? Maybe the board ops having trouble there. I don't know. That might be. We're going to put, gonna put Stony on hold. We're going to go back and see if Guy. Nah, let's just wait until the board op says he's he's back. Uh, we don't need to waste any more time taking. All right, taking that. Um, yeah, but on that, I'll disagree, Rich. Uh, Bitcoin has its own characteristics. Bitcoin Cash has its own characteristics. All of them have mm-hmm. their own characteristics. I just think. Bitcoin, uh, the original Bitcoin, is a little different in that it has a much larger network. Uh, It is going to be much more secure because it has that many more uh, people protecting it than other networks that are out there. Uh, And it has, it's got a track record. I don't know. I think Bitcoin, I, I don't argue that mathematically having more people makes it more secure for one type of attack, which is a 51% um, attack, but Bitcoin has uh, no security in terms of privacy. It's an open ledger. Yep. Everybody can see where your money is going. Uh, that alone uh, says to me, for any privacy transactions, I'm not going to use it. And that is a big difference. There is a big difference between privacy and security. Yeah. Like we'll everything I do that. is illegal. Everything? 
Come on, Rich. Pretty much. You must Except do... being on the air because that's like First Amendment protected. They're still letting so us do that. 8.55. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. We're in the final moments of tonight's show, but if you move quick, you might be able to get on the air and let us know what's on your mind. Again, that's 855-450-FREE. And uh, Rich and I, we were, I think we were on the verge of getting into a little bit deeper debate on cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and stuff like that. Um, and we've been reading an article from Mr. Money Mustache who That's says, him. absolutely, it's just not a good idea. You can't do He says, this. don't invest in Bitcoin is what he says. In fact, he's claiming it's not even an investment. He defines investing as buying an asset that actually creates products, services, or cash flow, such as a profitable business or a rentable piece of real estate, for an extended period of time. An investment is something that has intrinsic value, he claims. That is, it would be worth owning from a financial perspective, even if you could never sell it. Which is a strange... Thing to say? That's really strange. We're going to go back to the phones and try to talk to Stoney in Portland. Stoney, you're on Free Talk Live. Stoney, are you there? Man. I think there's some sort of problem with the uh, Yeah, I'm chatting the with the, uh, the board op. Uh, there was some screwy stuff going on. Uh, we're going to try Guy again in Florida. Guy, you're on Free Talk Live. This, this is Guy. How can? Yes, we well, can hear you. We have you now. Yep, you're good. Good. Um, yes, Republican was a Trump supporter, but after the pre- after this bump stock ban, uh, this this betrayal of his base, not a supporter anymore. Um, so does that mean you're going to be voting for uh, Bill Weld in the Republican primary? This means I'm open to whoever is going to be on the ticket. Okay. I'm open to look at anybody and make an intelligent decision based on who else is on there. Has anybody else thrown uh-huh. in in the Republican race besides Weld and Trump? What about Rand mm-hmm. Paul? Has he? Not, has he? Not that I'm aware of that's announced in yeah. qualifying in Florida. But See, I would support Rand Paul. I would support be upset with this. Yep. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, anybody that believes in the Constitution should be upset with this. Or anybody believes in the rule of law, because what this did was by by rewriting this definition, they have gone back and changed the definition of a law that was put through Congress, voted on and adopted by Congress in 1934. Right. The National Firearms Act of 1934 defined what a machine gun was. You're correct. This rule change has gone back and modified a law that has been standing since 1934. If this is allowed to stand, that means that any administrative agency in the government can go back and rewrite any definition or any portion of any law that Congress passes at their whim and change the meaning any law that they wish well, at any time in the future. I got news for you. The uh, the After idea of... And you want to see your regulations change or anything else? I don't want to see any regulations that. exist. <laughs> yeah. um, well, and I, so, I mean, I agree with that. Yeah. But, right. So, I mean, look, the fact is there's no rule of law, and there never has been. It's always been the rule, the arbitrary and capricious rule of men. 
and women over other men and women. That's I, all it ever is. I'm going to throw this out there, and I'm just amazed that anybody is surprised by this. This is a conversation uh, televised between Trump and Pence right after the the shooting in Las Vegas. Trump interrupted, quote, or Mike, take the firearms first and then go to court. Because oh God, that's yeah. another system. Because a lot of times, by the time you go to court, it takes so long to go to court to get the due process procedures. I like taking the guns early. Gross. So this is your like president. He does this all the time. But I guess my question well, is for you, for you, Guy, because you have been a supporter of the president. I mean, did these not throw up some red flags? I mean... Oh, these threw up a lot of red flags. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's why I said he's lost me as a supporter. That's why the NRA has lost me mm. as a big supporter, because Chris Cox and Wayne LaPerriere were openly in, in, openly in support of this. Right. Neither now, one of them or the organization ever made any attempt to stop this. Shameful. Gun owners of America went out of their way. They've got suits right now in courts in several jurisdictions in the country right. trying to stop this from from moving forward they're a much more principled it. organization uh, i remember i remember okay. people the nra supports the status quo from what i understand they support enforcing all the terrible unconstitutional gun laws whereas mm-hmm. gun owners of america seems to be more in favor of gun freedoms what i think the nra focuses more on on contributions than they do on anything you else mean, and, contri- contributions to their own coffers yeah, yeah. absolutely and That's, and yeah. Yeah. That's never been Larry Pratt. I mean, Larry Pratt wants to... And he's from Gun Owners of America. Gun Owners of America right. wants to keep the money flowing in so they can do what they do. But but again, it's it's a completely different organization. He's a true believer. I think so. Mm. And his son is too. Um, final thoughts, Guy? Well, and, Larry Pratt's actions say that he's a true believer. Wayne mm. LaPerriere, Chris Cox, and the misguided people at the nra say that they are true believers in cash there you go good call and that's, that, that's the big difference hey and thanks. people need to wake up as to what the total implications of this are it's not just about weapons it's about mm. rewriting any law that they decide to rewrite administratively rather than going through congress i agree that's and whether you like congress's ability to make laws or not that's our system and I don't want that put in the hands of unelected bureaucrats sitting in an office right. uh, making making rule changes to laws that have been debated in the open public forum. I hear you, Guy. I agree with you hey, there. Uh, thanks for your call. I think that's that's a good point, and people do get caught up in the minutia. Well, we're just talking about bump stocks. We're just talking about gun control. That's only part of the rights that are allegedly protected in, in the Constitution. It's the slippery slope. It's it's yeah. always going to be the slippery slope. If they can do this, if they can change a law that's been on the books since 1934, they can change any law. And not just that, but if they can change the Second Amendment, which has been on the books since uh, <laughs> 1789. Yeah, something like um, that. Maybe a couple years later for the Bill of Rights. I can't remember exactly. I think 1789 was the ratification of the Constitution, of the Constitution. itself. Yeah, I don't know when the Bill of Rights was ratified. But, um, you know, when, when they said shall not be infringed, they meant it. That means not infringed at all. 1791. 1791. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, apparently the Supreme Court disagreed with that interpretation. 
Well, the Supreme Court is a bunch of power-obsessed transvestites <laughs> uh, stomping around, considering themselves the ultimate authority when the Constitution never says that they are the ultimate That authority. was decided very early on in our nation's history. Rich, come By on. By the then. court decided that they were the ultimate authority. When you decide yeah, that so? you're the ultimate authority, that's called being a usurper. <laughs> Which is what happened in Marbury v. Madison. That's exactly what they came to the conclusion. Who decides whether laws are unconstitutional? George Bush is the decider. I guess they said, <laughs> no, we do. <laughs> and that's yeah. that's where the powers resided ever since. It's, it's, it's insanity. Um, and... Yeah. And the Second Amendment, you know, as as much as I I love the idea of it, uh, it doesn't do anything. It didn't give me any rights. It's what not it does anything. is it galvanizes people. It's a PR tool. Yeah, it's a good one. Can be. You know, it it's every time they violate it is very bad PR for them. Yeah, but what do you think? It if depends there who was, you ask. Uh, right. Chris, if there was a new gu- New Zealand style gun ban imposed in the United States, and I am understanding they're doing, uh, uh, I mean, if let's just say even if they ban the sale, is that the time when it start time to, uh, you oh, know, or should we be up in arms at that point? This is uh, the American people are the frog boiling in the slowly warming pot of water. This is what we do. We as a as a nation, we let just a little bit of our rights go every day. And then they realize that what happened? Uh, how did we get to this point? They they act all shocked. It's going to be the same way with guns today. It's got it's bump stocks. It's one of those things that nobody ever really cared about. Mm-hmm. Um but that's why we have to be loud. We have to be vocal. We have to point out the insanity of letting go of tiny pieces because it all snowballs and it all ends up being a big deal. People are going to realize that it's going to be too late. Well, you did have some sheriffs in New Mexico. Remember, Sarah was calling complaining about the sheriffs yeah. in New Mexico who were refusing to enforce certain gun restrictions that had been imposed by the legislature. Pretty there. much so any. If you actually had sheriffs who give a damn about you know freedoms, they could step in the way of uh, bad legislature. It certainly could, and but... And they could step in the way of uh, ATF agents. That would be nice. And, and, let, and ICE. And let the ATF agents and step DEA. in. Yeah. Keep them all out of Cheshire County, please. <laughs> Keep the whole federal government out. See you tomorrow night. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Free Talk Live. Business owners, you want more customers? Accept cryptocurrencies. There's people all around you just waiting to spend money at your store. If only you would take it. I know, you've been waiting till someone else makes it easy. Well, good news. Help me take Bitcoin.com adds Bitcoin to your point of sale. Totally free. Use the same equipment you already have, now with Bitcoin. And unlike credit cards, there's no fees. Let the guys at HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com bring new customers to your store. HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com